Good morning. This is Phil Canute with River Valley Co-op and your morning grain comments. Corn and soybean futures were higher overnight. September corn finished the overnight session up two and three quarter cents, settling at five sixty-seven. August soybeans were up thirteen and a quarter cents, settling at fourteen sixty and three quarters. In the outside markets, as of seven forty-five a.m., the U.S. dollar index is up point zero six five, trading at ninety-two six eighty-nine. August crude oil is up thirty-one cents, trading at seventy-one ninety-six a barrel. Precious metals are all lower. Industrial metals are mixed. The electronic mini Dow Jones is up 50 points, trading at 34,914. Hot and dry weather in the extended forecast for the northwestern Corn Belt continues to dominate traders' attention, supporting futures. Also, areas of the eastern Corn Belt that have been too wet continue to get more rainfall. That is what caused Illinois' corn production or corn crop product condition rating to decline last week. So, too dry of weather for some and too wet of weather for others causes traders to get anxious in anticipation of production problems. With the tight balance sheet situation that is already projected, we cannot afford any major weather-induced production hiccups this season. So, the job of the market is to build weather risk premium into futures in order to ration demand, and that's exactly what is happening. Of course, there is the argument that much of the Corn Belt is experiencing perfect weather for pollination. However, since there are legitimate weather concerns elsewhere, traders aren't ready to consider this crop made just yet. China is also in the news this morning. This week, China bought some optional origin soybeans for September, which suggests that Brazilian supplies may be drawing down, and some of that demand might shift to the U.S. This is supportive to futures. On the other hand, yesterday's National Oilseed Processors Association monthly crush figure came in lower than expected, showing slowing crush activity. Basis at the soybean processor has also backed off, which is further evidence that crush demand is slowing. These factors obviously compete with the Chinese demand story. All in all, traders have a huge mixed bag of weather slash production potential and demand factors to monitor, and everything is about as clear as mud as it sits today. Yesterday, the fund sold 4,000 contracts of corn, sold 4,000 contracts of soybeans, and bought 10,000 contracts of wheat. They are now estimated to be net long 227,410 contracts of corn, net long 117,300 contracts of soybeans, and net long 11,640 contracts of wheat. This afternoon, CFTC Commitment of Traders Report will show actual managed money positions as of Tuesday. From a chart perspective, September corn faces initial resistance at Wednesday's high, 572, followed immediately by what's left of the chart gap from last Tuesday, 572 to 588, and then the key $6 mark. Initial support lies at 559, the overnight low, followed by 550, and then last Friday's low, 520 and three quarters. August soybeans find initial resistance at 1466, the overnight high, followed by the psychological $15 level, and then 1550. Initial support lies at 1450, followed by yesterday's low, 1440 and three quarters, and then the key $14 level. Opening calls are higher. And with all of that, have a great Friday and an even better weekend from your friends at River Valley Co-op.